Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon, everyone, or good evening, wherever you are listening to Calvary Live. So glad that you've joined us for today's program. My name is Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley here in Colorado, and I'd love to talk with you and answer your questions about the Bible or Christian living or perhaps what should our worldview be as we see the things around us. So you heard that call-in number, 303-690-3000. And of course, Calvary Live is that program where you, the listener get to call in and ask questions. And also, we're here to take your prayer requests as well, because we want to minister to you in every way that we can. We want to take you to the Word of God to gain truth, to get God's wisdom, There is a big difference between worldly wisdom and godly wisdom, and we want to seek godly wisdom here today as we go to the Scriptures. So that call-in number, again, is 303-690-3000. And as I always encourage you, grab those open lines or one of those open lines that are now available early in the show because it can tend to fill up. And as soon as the phone Calls come in. We'll go to the phone lines, 303-690-3000. And there's another way for you to be able to ask a question or give a prayer request. That's through a dedicated text line. That's 720-336-0897. So I want to welcome all the Grace FM listeners. You're listening live on this Tuesday afternoon all along the Front Range and into southern Wyoming. Welcome to today's program. Rain has come into the area snow coming to the mountains, uh, and so be careful, drive safe, uh, give me a call, love to hear from you. Uh, as I'm looking out the window, I notice the days are getting shorter and it's getting darker sooner, uh, but we're headed in that direction, and we want you to be careful, especially as winter weather begins to come into our region, and so give me a call, 303-690-3000, to call in number to text line 720 0897. Those of you who are listening online, perhaps on the uh, Grace FM mobile app or perhaps on the website, you are listening live as well. And you can call anywhere in the country at those numbers that I just gave to you. So give me a call. Love to hear from you. And then I want to welcome all those who are listening in on uh, different radio networks such as Hope and Truth FM or perhaps the Freedom Radio Network or uh, other radio stations and networks that have picked up Calvary Live. Uh, you are listening a week delayed and uh, would um, just encourage you to give me a call. We'll have our conversation then next week. Uh, it just simply means that it will air next week, but you'll have somebody that will uh, answer the phone uh, and we'll have our conversation live here, and then you'll be able to hear the broadcast next week. So thank you all who have called, uh, you know, um, that have tuned in. So give me a call, 303-690-3000. The hour goes by fast, so grab one of those open lines, text line 720-336-0897. Let's talk about the Lord, the things of the Lord, 
and maybe perhaps you need prayer and you need some encouragement. Just love to be able to give that to you. I want to read to you because I know today that uh, I was feeling tired. Uh, we've been extremely busy here at the church with all the things going on and then, um, you know, just planning for some other things that are ahead for us. And I just want to read to you for you who are perhaps feeling a little bit drained or tired. Uh, I, I go to Psalm 18. It's a psalm that many of us are familiar with. It's a psalm uh, of David. And David writes, For you, Lord, will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For by you I will run against the troop. By my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust him. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of deer, and he sets me on my high places. And as we consider that, we know that the Lord is there to strengthen us. His ways is is good and proven. His word is perfect. And we can go to his word. We can go to him uh, for you who need prayer, for you who need encouragement. So we got an open line, 303-690-3000. We repeat that number throughout the show, the call-in number, and then the text line, 720-336-0897. Let's go to Chris, who's in northern Colorado. Chris? Chris? Hi, Pastor Jeff. Hi. Yes, you're on Calvary Live. Thanks. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Um, I just wanted to take this opportunity to just uh, talk to you. I I have a question that's kind of burning right now. And you had mentioned um, sort of in opening the the show today, worldly wisdom versus godly wisdom. Mm -hmm. And I wonder what you what you think about like a 12-step program like NA or AA um you know I there's no doubt that NA saved my life I've been clean well been clean for over four years and then um you know I and that was all that was all God I just didn't know it yet and right um so then I'd been saved I got baptized this past Easter and was saved just before that but um, you know, I, I feel restored, but NA, you know, says I'm never restored. I'm always an addict and, um, there's no forgiveness. There's no, you know, you're, I'm, I'm that way forever. And I don't feel that way anymore. And I have a new identity now and I'm kind of struggling with that. This loss of this old identity, which was my foundation of everything was, addiction uh or recovery from addiction and now i'm a follower of christ and that's my foundation of everything and right um i I guess i'm just trying to let go of this old past and and also i feel like i can have a beer here and there and it's not going to ruin my life as long as i i don't you know get drunk or in moderation so that's kind of where i'm at and i wondered if you had some wisdom or well, any, I think yeah. you're gaining some understanding, Chris, in what you're telling me. And, you know, there was a program that, you know, helped you move forward in uh, your addiction and stuff. But I think you really hit on the key that you didn't realize that it was really the Lord. 
uh, that helped you. And one of the things that you said that is that you talked about identity. You talked about uh, moving forward. You, you'll always be an addict. We have freedom in Christ, and we know that when we come to Christ, all things become new. All things become new. Um, we're a new creation in Christ. And I like what Paul, he writes in the book of Philippians, and I'll give you the references in Philippians chapter 3. And Paul talked about his past, uh, how he was, and, and it's different to where he was uh, writing about how religious he was and, and had confidence in the flesh. But he says that one thing that I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal, the prize, the upper call of God in Christ Jesus. Chris, he's given us freedom, and your identity is now in Christ. You are now free from those addictions. You're free to move forward. You have been forgiven. You're a new creation in Christ. We don't have to go back to that. You don't have to go back to that and identify with that all the time. And your identity is Christ, a new creation, free from addiction, to move forward in the Lord to the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And that's what you want to do. You want to move forward in that. Yeah. You want to grow in the Word of God. And it's such a wonderful, wonderful thing. And and the the, the problem can be with human wisdom and philosophy is, you know, we got to keep going back and we got to keep digging things up. And right. and we got to we got to stay there almost. Um, in that past, when the Lord wants us to move forward, you, you know, I heard somebody say, if you got baggage, the you know, and you're carrying baggage, the best thing to do is drop that baggage and move forward in the Lord, you know, yeah. and put your hand to the plow. And I think for a lot of us that are listening here, that one of the things that we can say about you know yesterday being gone, it, that it's gone. And we can move forward in Christ, and that's what I would encourage you in. But I would also just uh, say that have wisdom and discernment, because with the addiction, if it was alcoholism or whatever the case may be, you have liberty in Christ to have a drink. The Bible talks about the sin of drunkenness. You're right in what you said. But you know what? Be careful. You know, you don't want to give in to any temptations that may come your way that may further, you know, escalate. And, well, I had one beer, next time I can have a couple beers, or whatever the case may be. So, you know, be wise in that, be discerning in that. And, uh, and, you know, if that was a problem, just stay away from it and, and be free in Christ and move forward. And, you know, um, and use wisdom in those things because you don't want to fall. It's a very subtle thing that can happen is what I'm saying. It's with anybody with any kind of addiction. You know, Jesus said, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. He's not talking about mutilating your body. He's saying deal with it radically. Deal with it radically and seriously. Just, Just get rid of it. And that's for me, that's for you, that's for any of us in any area that we struggle you know if it's um if it's pornography got to get rid of those things that will cause temptations if it's addiction of substance if it's you know those things that that really cause a stumbling and the question is not just a little bit here's something i want to pass along to you you remember that if um maybe perhaps you read in first samuel when it was 
Saul, the king of Israel, that was told to destroy all the Amalekites, destroy everything, get rid of everything. And the Amalekites were the ones that snuck up on the rear of the children of Israel in their wilderness wandering, picked off the weak, you know, picked off those who were straggling behind. The Amalekites are a picture of the flesh. So Saul goes and he destroys all the Amalekites, except he brings back Agai. He brings back Agai, the king of the Amalekites. He comes back to, to um, Samuel, the prophet. Samuel rebukes him. Um, and it seems like Samuel's being harsh to, to Saul at that time. And Saul's going, you know, Samuel, bless me before the people, you know, kind of like, what's the big deal? But here's the lesson in that that he destroyed all the Amalekites. He brings back the best of the offerings. He brings back a trophy, the king of the Amalekites. And we know that the Lord said, no, it's better to obey than the sacrifice. You know who killed Saul up there on Mount Gilboa 20 years later? It was an Amalekite. Somewhere along the side, along the way, an Amalekite was left and he did not do what God called him to do in getting rid of all those Amalekites, fleshly tendencies. And I'll tell you the truth on this for you and for me. We can walk around and say, you know, I got this little Agai. I got this little Amalekite. It's okay. It's no big deal. But over time, just like it did with Saul 20 years later, he ended up being destroyed by an Amalekite. We don't want that to happen. So just, you know, really pray through this and, and seek the Lord on it. Yeah. No, definitely. I, I appreciate all that that wisdom and the scriptures to back it up. But um, I think I really just, like you said, just got to keep an eye on it. And as long as I'm putting, you know, Christ first and as my new foundation, and um, as long as He's first, always, you know, then always. I, you know, don't have anything to worry about. But if I'm going through my day thinking about having a drink or something like that, then, you know, it's a red flag. So I think, like you said, just use discernment and yeah. um, just stay on top of it. So I just okay. just yeah, been absolutely. struggling kind of with, like, shame about it because I have old friends in recovery, and, you know, I haven't mm-hmm. told them yet. And But then I have new friends in, in, in the body of Christ that are, like, my best friends ever already, and, like, they, they're totally accepting and just weird like this transfer of identity and um your identities in christ that is your identity so keep that in mind so yeah appreciate it chris hey let me pray with you you before i let you go father i just pray for my brother i just pray that you would just help him keep him strong in you and, and free in you that his identity is a new creation in christ is you and uh you are lord and i pray that he would prioritize you um, that he would have preeminence, the Lord, over every area of his life. And, Lord, that you would keep him safe and, and of sound mind and moving forward and growth and um, as you just are conforming him into the image of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I appreciate amen. your call. You Thank you. Bye. Uh-huh. All right, when somebody hangs up, there's an open line, 303 is the number to call, the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. So text me a prayer request or a question, and if we have time in the show, we will go to that. In the meantime, we're going to go to Greeley, to Mike on line two. Mike? Oh, hi. Hi, Pastor Jeff. Thanks for taking the call. Absolutely. Thanks for calling. 
What do you have for me today? We, a uh, couple friends and I, three friends and I, we, we've been meeting weekly, you know, just to uh, discuss prophecy. It just seems like it's uh, becoming so fascinating. You look at what's going on in the world, in the Middle East, and the yeah. government control, and it just seems like we're heading, you can just see that we're heading toward a one-world economy, one-world government, even a one-world religion. And so we were discussing, uh, we're kind of going through the book of Revelation, and we're discussing the millennium yesterday, and we had, uh, we were unclear and we couldn't agree on who goes into the millennium. Uh, it seemed like I was reading that only unbelieving, or believing Jews and believing Gentiles go into the millennium, but then we were wondering what happened to the unbelievers at the end of the tribulation. Are they, like, all destroyed at Armageddon? Or? Yeah, that's a good question, and um, I, I think, I commend you guys for thinking about these things and, and studying the scriptures, because um, that is a good question. At the end of the tribulation period, uh, when Jesus Christ comes back to, in the second coming of Jesus Christ, he comes back physically, literally, he will restore the nation of Israel. Paul writes that it's a national restoration, um, a spiritual restoration that takes place, and all of Israel will be saved. And we know that there are going to be the um, tribulation saints as well. And those who survive will go into the millennium reign. You might want to read um, in Matthew chapter 25, the judgment of the nation, where Jesus, when he comes back, he's going to judge the nations, but it's it's gathering the Gentiles together, gathering the nations together, and then judging those individuals, and it's the sheep and the goats. Now, as he tells about that, that section has been tortured to death. There's those in the progressive theology that say, see, you just are to feed people, you're to love people, um, and that brings you salvation. But Jesus is talking about the, whoever's done this, and the least of my brethren does this to me. And it's speaking about those who are truly believers that are going to be doing the work of the Lord during the millennium reign. So there's going to be that judgment that will take place, and it says that the goats in Hebrews chapter 25 at that time are going to be separated and that they are going to be judged at that time. When you go through the Scriptures, there's a number of judgments that are mentioned in the Scriptures. And uh, for us as believers, when we get raptured, we're going to uh, go before the judgment seat of Christ, Second Corinthians chapter 5, and then also Romans chapter 14. But it's the Bema reward seat of Jesus Christ, where we're going to be rewarded for what we have done for Christ uh, in our bodies, in this lifetime, whether good or bad. We're not going to be judged for our sins because, Mike, Jesus took uh, the judgment for you and for me on Calvary's cross. So the believer will go before the Bema reward seat of Jesus Christ, uh, Matthew chapter 25, there is the judgment of the nations. And then at the end of the millennium reign, there is when the heavens and the earth dissolve, there is the great white throne judgment, and the unrighteous dead are going to be resurrected at that time, and then they are going to be cast into the lake of fire. So those are the judgments that we have. Okay. Uh, but but at the, after the tribulation... Uh, who goes into the millennium? Is it just believers that go into the yeah. millennium? Or are there some un, uh, unbelievers that go in? Or? No. 
No, it's just the believers that are going to go in. And you can read about that as, you know, he says um, to those who were the sheep, um, they're the ones that are going to populate the, the earth, the millennium reign. But keep in mind, too, Mike, as you guys are having your discussions, that during the millennium reign, the earth is going to repopulate. At the end of the tribulation period, a lot of the world has been killed through okay. a Christ-rejected world being judged, uh, the these trumpet judgments, the, the bull judgments, uh, the battle of Armageddon. The earth is going to be scorched. You know, the water is going to be polluted. I mean, it's really bad news. Matter of fact, in Revelation chapter 6, uh, you might remember as you guys been going through the book of Revelation that after the fourth seal, a quarter of the earth was was killed. We're talking right. about all of all of North America, all of South America, all of Western right. Europe gone after the first four seals. That's in chapter right. six of the book of Revelation. Then I believe in chapter nine, another of the third of the world is going to be killed by you know as we read about those trumpet judgments that are going to take place. So there's going to be a devastation and death. Jesus said it will be tribulation such as the world has never seen or ever will see again. And so there's going to be some that will survive at the end of the tribulation period. Um, The tribulation saints are going to be persecuted very heavily by the Antichrist, as well as the Jews, as a remnant of them will flee to the rock city of Petra. They will then go and populate the world uh, in the millennium reign, and then the world will repopulate. At the end of the millennium reign, Satan is let out for a short time, and there'll be one last rebellion that people will actually join Satan in, which amazes me. I mean, here it right. is, the ki- kingdom of God is set up, and it just shows the hardness of man's heart, and then the Lord will crush that rebellion. Right, yeah. So, so I guess I'm still a little unclear why are there no unbelievers at, at the end of the tribulation? Are they somehow destroyed during the Battle of Armageddon, or what, what happens to all the unbelievers well, that all there, destroyed there, them? Yeah, there, there is, you know, you can read Revelation chapter 19, Matthew chapter 25, and again, the judgment of the nations, and the king will say to those on his right, come, bless of my father, inherit the kingdom, prepare for you from the foundation of the world. And then he goes on oh. to say for the goats, that he says to them that, um, that you know, he says that these will go away to everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. So there's going to be those separations at that time. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. well, thanks. Thank, you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the, you the uh, lengthy uh, explanation that clears things up for us. But. You bet. Absolutely. You guys keep studying. Keep studying the book of Revelation. Okay, thank you so much, Pastor Jeff. You bet, Mike. God bless you. Thanks for calling. Appreciate okay. it. Okay, you too. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hey, we got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000 is the number to call, and text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to LaDonna. She's been holding, and LaDonna? Hello. Hi, LaDonna. You're on Calvary Live. Hi. I'm... Um, calling in regards to um, needing prayer um, yes, due to um, physical pain, um, negative thoughts um, from the past and from people that's harassing me and um, 
stalking me and um, discriminating against me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm praying also for peace and the seven spirits, the seven fruits of the spirit to um, come into my life and be effective and to have peace and joy and for this negative energy to get out of my mind and life. And I'm also praying for um, for God to protect me from disease and my enemies and the enemy of the world, which is Satan, and mm-hmm. to give me the strength um, physically, spiritually, and mentally. Yeah. And, you know, I want to encourage you. I want to give you, you know, a little bit of scripture because um, we all face spiritual warfare. And you have physical um, uh, trials and, and um, affliction that's going on, but also spiritual as well is what I'm hearing from you. And we're going to pray for you, but uh, I think what's really going to help you is, is Paul writes about be, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Um, and he talks about that we are to renew our minds and do it with the Word of God. And I think that as you read the Word of God, as you are one that uh, is, you know, read the Psalms. The Psalms bring great comfort to me because David would talk about his enemies coming against him. He would talk about, you know, uh, physical uh, affliction. He would talk about, you know, those things that you just described to me, but he would call out to the Lord and he would praise the Lord. And as you know, he did that. He began to get the right perspective. And I think the Word of God brings comfort. But I also want to um, give you Philippians um, chapter 4, because you're praying for peace, right, is what uh, you told me. And as yes. we pray for peace, it is a peace that only comes from the Lord. It is a comfort that only comes from the Lord. And in Philippians chapter 4, verse uh, 6, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. And that's what you're doing. You're doing the right thing by asking for prayer. With thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. And I hope that that verse is a promise that you will stand on, that as we pray for you, that as you give your prayers and supplication with thanksgiving, the peace of God that passes understanding. Sometimes we go through things, Lord, why is this happening? I don't understand why this is happening, but he wants to give you a peace that passes understanding. So, Father, I just pray for LaDonna. I just pray for her. You know exactly what's going on. You know the things that she is facing, the physical affliction that she's going through, the pain, and um, I just pray that you would minister to her physically that you would take the pain away, bring healing to her, but also the spiritual pain that she's feeling, uh, of those coming against her, uh, of just um, the, the attacks that come. And I pray that as she comes to you, being comforted by your word, being comforted by your Holy Spirit, that, Lord, that you would do that, and you would just uh, bring a peace that passes understanding and to bring a comfort that only you can bring. Because we know that Paul wrote at a time where he said, I was pressed beyond measure, um, that he would write that you are the one that comforts us in all our tribulation, and it comes from you, Lord. Bring that comfort, 
bring that strength to my sister here. Just bring everything that she needs for her life, healing physically and strength and comfort, uh, spiritually protection. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Donna. LaDonna, appreciate you calling. God bless you. We'll keep praying, okay? Thank you so much. Nice to meet you, and God bless you as well. Yeah, you you too, LaDonna. God bless you. Hey, you hear the music. Uh, we got one open line, so as soon as we get back on the other side of the break, we're going to go right back to the phone lines. 303-690-3000. Grab an open line. We'll have plenty of time. Text 720-336-0897. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you this afternoon. Such a blessing for me to be a part of your life and to minister over the airwaves. So, you heard the call-in number is 303-690-3000. I believe we got an open line. Uh, and then the text line is 720-336-0897. So keep the calls coming. We're going to go to phone lines in just a minute. Uh, but I, I did get a text, and um, I, I wanted to or, or to uh, just uh, for Chris, our first caller, we were talking about uh, some things. And, and um, Chris, I just felt uh, the Lord put it on my heart, a, a former addict said that he just wants to give some wisdom to you. And he found that it's best just to abstain from substance use at all. Um, and, and I think that that's what uh, I was saying. And, you, you know, you have freedom in Christ and all this, but I think there's a wisdom in that, Chris. So you might want to pray through that. And um, sometimes we think we're stronger than what we really are. You know, there's a story in the Old Testament where, uh, the king of Judah wanted to go to war against the house of Israel. And uh, the king of Israel said, you know, stay at home. You just had victory, you know, in a previous battle. Enjoy that victory, but don't meddle to your own hurt. And the king of Judah did not pay any attention to it and to that wisdom and to that advice. And he goes to war against the house of Israel and got his clock cleaned. And sometimes I think we can be a little stronger than then, you know, we think we can be, even though we have liberty in Christ. But here's the thing. We just want to be careful, and we want to make sure that we don't meddle to our own hurt. And so uh, just a word of encouragement uh, to you, Chris, if you're listening, and I think something really to take to the Lord. But God bless you. I really appreciate your call and some of the things that you said and how God's working in your life in a wonderful way. Hey, we're going to go back to the phone lines. we got full lines i believe sharon has been waiting from maryland sharon hello yes welcome to the program hello. hi darling. i appreciate i appreciate yeah. hearing your voice every day i listen thank to you. you every day thank you're you. a blessing you don't know how much you are a blessing you're really well, you can thank I the mean, lord it i i need prayer so bad the, they mm-hmm. took our grant they took my grandson and we're trying to get back. Okay. 
I can hear the hurt in your heart. And so, Father, I pray for, for Sharon. You know the circumstances. And so we just lift up her grandson, um, that uh, the losing of a grandson of a, um, is hurtful. You know the circumstances. And I just pray that you give Sharon wisdom and uh, that she would be able to work in a way to where that grandson can come back come back in a place where um, she can minister to him and a place that is good and safe. And so, Lord, you know the circumstances. I just pray for Sharon, who's brokenhearted, and I just pray that you bring comfort to her, that you bring wisdom, direction to, to her and the family. And, Lord, I just pray that you would just restore, that you would restore and, and put all things in place where this is possible and this is something that, that you can do. So I pray for both both ends, both parties that are involved in this, that, Lord, there would be a coming together to work together to restore this family. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Sharon, so much. I'll, be, I'll, I'll be praying. I'll okay? be praying for you, too. I appreciate that. I really that. enjoy Thank your you. show. It's beautiful. Thank you. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you, you do. So, hey, uh, 303. Care. You take care, too. Okay, Sharon. Okay, 303-690-3000. And let me see where I'm at. And I think, let's go ahead and let's go to Richard in South Carolina. Richard? Yes. Welcome to the program. You're on Calvary uh, Live. Thank you so much. I, I've been listening to your show for a while. I appreciate it. Um, Good. I'm new to Christianity, but I, I came from a pagan um, religion. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I'm having a hard time because Halloween's coming up, and everywhere you go, <laughs> constant reminders. Yeah, yeah. So you know we're gonna we're going to pray for you. Halloween is a pagan holiday, you know. And one of the things, Richard, that makes it so difficult is I believe now in the United States that Halloween is like the second, um, you know most celebrate holiday, you know, that we have in, in the calendar, um, where people spend more money, where they spend, you know, more time getting costumes, all the decorations over the years, even here uh, where I'm at, you see more of the decorations and stuff. And, you know, for you, it is something that just really, because you've come out of, um, you know, paganism, you come out of that, which was dark, it can be very, very difficult. So I want to pray for you, you know, to keep focus on the light, okay? And so okay. a good thing for you, for you, Richard, is, you know, make sure you're in a good church, a good Bible-believing church, uh, that you can go and be encouraged in the Word of God and keep focus on the light. And um, because, you know, even the world around us, you can say it's becoming more pagan, not just on Halloween. And Halloween emphasizes darkness and death and, and, and evil and all this stuff. And, and some see it as uh, just, you know, simple fun and things like that. But there is, you know, there is darkness behind all of that. And I don't think that a Christian should be celebrating evil or darkness, um, that we should be celebrating the light and we should be celebrating Christ and, uh, we need to, you know, stay focused on that. So I would encourage you, Richard, you know, keep, you know, in a place where you're safe. And, 
you know, whenever, Richard, you go into a dark room, what do you do? Turn on the light. You, you turn on the light. Yeah, exactly. So you turn on the light. You be in your Bible, particularly as we get closer, you know, in the next couple of weeks to Halloween, and you just focus on the Lord, be in fellowship with other believers. And Richard, you said you're new to the faith, and I hope maybe you do have a church that you're going to, but go to a good Bible-believing church. Get to know some guys that, you know, can build you up and pray with you, and, and that can be kind of a scary thing when you become a new Christian. But it's so important that we have that fellowship. God made us to fellowship with him, but also we see in this word the importance of us having fellowship with one another. And I think you're going to be strengthened in that. You're going to be blessed in every way as you're a part of the family of God and find a church that's going to be committed to the word of God, focus on the light of Jesus Christ, the love of Jesus Christ. And I think that you're going to find yourself being built up. I know you will and encouraged in every way and also every day, whether it's the 31st of October or whether, you know, it's uh, Christmas or whatever the day might be, because we have the Lord and we have each other. So I want to pray for you. Father, I pray for Richard. You know, as he's having trouble with this upcoming major pagan holiday, Lord, I just pray that he would be in a place of safety of light, where he's being encouraged and built up. He'd be in his Bible. And Lord, um, when the darkness is around, he'd turn on the light and that he would be blessed and that he would be one that would be encouraged in every way. So Lord, I just pray that you would help him, that you would minister to him, and Lord, that you would strengthen him, that he would have a body of believers that he could be a part of, some brothers in the Lord that will help him. And as he's come to Christianity, I thank you that you've brought him out of the darkness into the marvelous light, as Peter would write in his epistle. And Lord, so I pray that you would grow him, that you'd minister to him in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yeah. But I, I, I do go to a nice church down here in Lapham, uh, South Carolina. Good. Um, Good. You know, but you know, like if, if you have to, when you have to go to Walmart or different things, everywhere you go is indication. Yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's all around. You know, it's it's all around this. It's the culture in which we live in, and um, but you know, you stay focused on the Lord, and you st- keep your eyes on the Lord, and I think that will really help you. And I'm glad that you found the church. You know, just. You know, I pray that you keep just growing in the comfort of the Lord and stuff. Because, you know, Richard, we live in a day and age where it's going to be all around us. And it's not just for Halloween, but we can be very, very troubled in our hearts as we see the things going on around us as this world is getting darker. And um, as this world is, it's just getting more confusing that how much more we need to continue. Paul said in the perilous times that we're in in the last days that we must continue in the scriptures and be edifying. And I'm so glad that you found our program and, um, and you call in for prayer anytime or any questions. And we are so grateful that we can minister to you at this time. Thank you so much. You bet, Richard. God bless you. God bless you. All right. I think we got all open lines. So 303-690-3000. We did have, uh, that uh, I want to pray for Natalie. She was on line two. Um, she had to drop sometimes. 
as the calls get backed up. Um, she was waiting uh, before the break. And so, Natalie, if you're still listening, sorry I didn't get a chance to grab you, but you asked for prayer. Would I have uh, sister cancer and other uh, family illnesses? And, and Natalie, I want to pray for you. And I, I, I'm sorry we didn't have that conversation, but the Lord knows. And so, Father, I pray for Natalie. She called in. She took the time to call to ask for prayer. And so we want to do that. We pray for her sister that has cancer, other family illnesses that are going on. You know exactly what they are. And so, Lord, I pray for healing. I pray for strength. Lord, we just lift up her sister to you. We just lift up all the other issues that are there that you would just minister and help in every way. And, Lord, bring healing to her. Help Natalie minister to her family as well. Give her the wisdom and discernment and strength to be able to do that in these difficult times. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, Natalie, just wanted to get that through. Feel free to call me. We got, I believe, if I am right, we got all open lines right now. So got plenty of time for you to call and uh, to be able to uh, ask a question or give a prayer request. So give me a call. We've been busy up to this point. Uh, we'll go to the text line in just a minute. I, I do want to encourage you. One of the things that that um, as it, it's so wonderful to talk to people like we have today that you know are in a small group that in a Bible study reading the Book of Revelation, um, like Mike you know said during the show. That, that blesses me to hear that people that are in fellowship. Uh, we really need to be in that fellowship with other believers. And I know it's more challenging than ever before. We're still dealing with this COVID, um, and we, we're trying to be careful and uh, with the Delta variant and all the other things. But in the day in which we're living in, uh, we need that encouragement to be in fellowship as much as we can, um, as you are able to, as the Lord leads you to do that. And uh, I think it's going to be so important because there's strength in that, and there's um, there's encouragement, and I I pray for us as Christians that we would be ones that we desire to just reach out and minister to others in such a, a wonderful way. Um, we we have people all around us uh, that we can minister to, and uh, so I just want to encourage you in, in that area. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. I believe we got open lines. Text line is 720336 0897. So I'd love to talk to you and just, um, and uh, to be able to uh, encourage you any way that we can. There's a text question that came in, and I think this one really caught my, my attention and my heart. What do we do when God doesn't answer our prayers? And, and I've heard that um, recently, uh, how somebody maybe perhaps is praying for healing, praying for maybe a job, you know, um, situation, a relationship. And we pray and we pray, and then um, there's no healing. Uh, the relationship is strained or severed, um, that we didn't get what we asked. And so we think that God didn't answer our prayer. And the the thought, perhaps, or the picture is, is that God just kind of ignored us and didn't answer. Um, God does answer prayer. Uh, it's wonderful when he answers right away, when we give a, a request and we see him working and he, he 
uh, says yes to that, to whatever it is that we're praying for. It's wonderful when that happens, but sometimes the Lord says wait. And that's the hard part. Sometimes he says wait because I'm working behind the scenes or I got something better for you or uh, sometimes he says no as well. So it isn't that God ignores our prayers when we we pray for something and the healing doesn't come or the uh, thing that we ask for doesn't come to us. Sometimes he does say no because maybe he has something better or he knows that thing that we prayed for in eternity's perspective isn't good for us. Um, sometimes uh, that he says, I want you to wait and because um, I want to grow in you and I want you to grow in faith and I'm working behind the scenes. But the Lord, he hears us and there's going to be the day when we will be all together and we will say, righteous and true are your judgments, Lord. Righteous and true are your decisions. So um, he, he, we are to pray, and he cares for our prayers. That's what I want to pass along. And he desires for us to come. Jesus said, ask, please ask that your joy may be full. And we know that James talks about coming to him in our trials. But we can trust the Lord, and we can look to him, and we can uh, be ministered to. He says, that um, that if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberty without reproach. So we can take these promises and know that God sees us and he hears us and he's working in eternity's perspective for us in our lives. So I just wanted to, to answer that question. Uh, 303-690-3000, the call-in number. Text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Carla in Greeley. Carla? Hi, Pastor Jeff. Welcome to the program. I was calling just for a prayer request for myself. Um, I'm facing some just tough trials. Um, and this coming Friday, I have, uh, I have some results that are going to come back. And I just, I'm just praying for just a good result and the healing over me. Yes, absolutely, Carla. And Father, I just pray for... For Carla, she has some health issues. She's going to get some test results back. We pray for a favorable report, Lord. We pray for your healing upon her. We pray that you would just uh, bring her a peace that passes understanding, that you would guard her heart. Lord, that um, she would know that she is in your hands. And, And Lord, we just ask for your abundant mercy and for your grace and for your healing power to be upon her and help her in the issues that she's dealing, the difficulties, the trials that she's going through. And, Lord, we know that um, that as we go through the trials, you are working. There may be the testing of our faith, but in that testing there is patience that will bring a, a work of maturity, as the Word of God says, and uh, you would draw her to you, and that she would know that you love her, that you care for her, and that you you um, are working um, in eternity's perspective. We do pray for healing. We do pray for strength. We pray for that comfort. And I just pray that you would help her in the trials that she's going through. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate hey. it. You bet. Hey, Carla, can I read uh, from Psalm 61 to you? It just came to my mind as I was praying. Um, and I, I, um, 
I hope it brings comfort to you. But David, in a time when he was just overwhelmed and going through difficulties and uncertain of the future that was ahead, he writes that, Hear my cry, O God, and attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed and lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy, and I will abide in your tabernacle forever, and I will trust in the shelter of your wings. And you know what, Carla? You may feel like I'm kind of at the end of my world right now, but you know it's in that time when you're overwhelmed and you feel that, that you can cry out to the Lord, and he attends to your prayer, okay? Yes, thank you so much. And just keep interceding for me, please. I just really I appreciate it. You bet, Carla. You keep in touch with me, too, okay? Yes, Jeff. Thank you, and God bless you and your family you. and your ministry. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. 303-690-3000, the call-in number. we still got some time left in the show. 720-336-0897 is the text. I want to remind you that the text line... Um, is a 24-7 prayer line uh, that the prayer team at Calvary Church in Aurora um, and the staff will be looking at that. So use that text line anytime. I think it's such a neat ministry for you to be able to to text in a prayer request, uh, and there will be those that will be praying for you. In the meantime, let's go to Jason in Aurora. Jason? Hi. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. It's nice to be here. Yeah, Um, thank you for calling. Yeah, well, I was just calling because it just seems like these days there's just bad news, and it does seem like an air of darkness, and just with all that's going on, whether it be financially or emotionally, that sometimes we can lose hope. And I just really wanted to call to encourage the listeners that uh, that are listening just that I've I've been dealing with cancer. Well, I guess I've had cancer for 12 years, but I only just found out three years ago. And so uh, my last surgery was uh, in June, and they removed my bladder from my body, but they were able to put something else in place. And so I just thought, you know, when people, it's, I felt like I was in a pit of despair, and I could really relate to David, and he's crying out, and he feels like God's not hearing him, and that everyone's against him. And, you know, for the first time in my life, I really related to David. And, you know, God's just been working and speaking to me. And so I just wanted to encourage that no matter what the situation might be, that there can be joy, and joy is a choice that we make. It's not just a feeling when things are going well, but looking to God that he's in charge of it all, even through the bad times. And so just wanted to encourage listeners that there is hope out there, even in real desperate, dire situations. So I know someone out there probably needed to hear that. Yeah, and, you know, it reminds me, um, I did a memorial service yesterday, and uh, one of the favorite verses of the one um, that I did, a dear, dear saint, she's so precious to us, and and one of her favorite psalms was Psalm 42. And talking to you, Jason, I bet you're familiar with Psalm 42, but that's exactly (laughs) what the psalmist writes. David wrote about that, but he writes about, you know, why are you cast down, O my soul? And um, he he goes on to say, why have you forgotten me? And we can feel that way when we go through the trials and difficulties. Lord, why have you forgotten me? 
Why you? Why are you yeah. cast down, O oh my soul? It's like he's talking to himself. And why are you disquieted within me? But you said something that reminded me of this psalm. He goes on the psalmist to say, Hope in God, for yet I will praise him in the help of my countenance. One of the things that I was yeah. looking at, I was, I was teaching from Obadiah, uh, and that little book of the Old Testament. In Obadiah, there's a number of Obadiahs that were in um, the Old Testament mentioned throughout the history of Israel. But one of the Obadiahs that is mentioned is in Second Chronicles chapter 20 during the reign of Jehoshaphat. And Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, he was a godly king. We know that, um, that he was facing this battle uh, in overwhelming odds, and it was a scary thing. It was, you know, the enemy attacking. Um, it, yeah. it was hard. And Obadiah is is mentioned in the chapter uh, as bringing a word. And uh, But in that chapter, when you read it, you know what uh, Jehoshaphat does, who he puts on the front lines? He put the worshipers. He put the Levites there. And I think that is it's such an important lesson for us in application that when we face difficulties and when we face the trials and the battles and the enemy coming against us, put praise in front of you. And that's what the psalmist would do. And that's what David would do, you know, to praise the Lord. And we may not feel like praising the Lord and we feel so down and discouraged, but to just simply praise the Lord. And that's what Paul says in the book of Philippians when he was in a time where he didn't know, he says, I don't know what's going to happen to go home to be with the Lord is, you know, gain for me to stay here with you is better for you. Uh, he didn't know if he was going to be executed by Nero in his first imprisonment. But here it is, this book that he writes about joy. And he says in chapter four, as he writes, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And that is a real key for us. And even though we go through the hurts and the pains and the loss, and, and the difficulties, and we feel cast down our soul, and there's a hole in our heart, and we're really struggling to just give a praise to the Lord and begin to do that, yeah. and He begins to minister to us. And that's what I'm hearing from you, and, and I believe that there are yeah. those out there that need to hear that right now. Just worship the Lord. He's with us. He attends to our prayers. He's our stability. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Yeah. Lean on me. And it was only then when, you know, the pain was still there, but it was there was hope in the pain. There was like God isn't wasting this trial in my life or in your life or in their life, that he is working it for a reason, you know, and that uh, it was I just thought there was it was so encouraging to me where, you know, the world from the world's perspective, you know, I'm, you know, it's doom and gloom and things aren't looking good and, you know, and uh, when you have that hope in Jesus, and He, and it's really hard to sing a praise song to God yeah. when you're feeling that way. But if anybody's out there feeling that, try it. It really helps. It's like medicine for your soul. So I just yeah. thought I could Thank encourage you. somebody today. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate you taking the time to call and to to give your testimony and to encourage others. I appreciate it. God bless you. Oh, thank you. Yes, he has. You thank you, Jeff. Bye-bye. You bet. Absolutely. Hey, we're at the end of the show, but I think uh, just a good way to end the show and um, to rejoice in the Lord, know that he is faithful, know that he is true. So I want to pray for you as we end on this Tuesday. 
for those of you who are hurting, for those of you who are going through trials, those of you who are just anxious, that, Father, I pray that praises would come from them. And, Lord, we may not feel like it. And, and Lord, the struggle in us. But, Lord, that we can be thankful as Christians because we do have you. You are merciful. You are gracious. And, and Lord, that we can be thankful that we have eternal life, the promise of life, even as Paul would write at the end of his life. And, Lord, that, um, that we have that reason. And, Lord, that you would be gracious, that you would be merciful for those who are in need, to bring comfort to those who are just um, hurting, who are anxious, strength to those who feel weak. I pray that you bring healing to those who need a touch from you mentally, spiritually, physically. I pray that you would strengthen us through the work of the Holy Spirit, that you would just strengthen our faith, and, Lord, that we would look up and find our strength and comfort from you in everything that we need, wisdom. I pray that you would just bless everyone that's listening. I thank you for today. I thank you for this show that we can encourage one another. And I pray you bless everyone as we continue through our day and through our week. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. So you hear the music. We're at the end of the show. Thank you, everybody who called in. So grateful to you and text in as well. And so we want to uh, just remind you that Lord willing, Calvary Live will be back tomorrow, same time. Uh, and hope you can tune in. God bless you. Have a great, great evening, everybody. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.